his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Susie, you were out. Uh, you're out with the the old the big flu, huh? Influenza. So, have you ever had the flu before? I have had influenza probably 25, maybe 30 years ago, and I remember it well. And I remember it was awful. Yeah. And it surprised me because one week ago, today's Monday, mm-hmm. I was here, did the Sunday show, yeah. and I had a tickle in my throat. And I said to Laura, "I have a tickle in my throat." As Dan coughs. I think it's psychosomatic. <laughs> We're all like, oh, no, I'm going to get a tickle in my throat. And it was so fast. I went home Monday and just deteriorated. And it was the aches. You know, I've the ta- aches. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. spoken, as you have, many times about these stories over the years. And a nurse once described influenza as though you have been hit by a Mack truck. Isn't that funny? Because people have this idea and they say it. Oh, I got a, got a 24-hour flu. I think I got the flu. I'm like, I don't think you have influenza. Like, you no. would know. Yeah, it takes you out. I mean, and it's, I was so out of it. Were you just like sore? Yeah, and freezing, and then oh, hot, and then oh. freezing, and then hot. And then I went to the doctor, my doctor, on Wednesday, and I said, you know, I'm going to die here. I yeah. mean, you know, and so I got Tamiflu, I guess that's, some, yep. you know, and some antibiotic, but... Did that help? or? Yeah, I think it sped it up. I mean, I'm, so the first two days, literally, I was in bed. Sometimes I would go try to have a hot bath because I was right. so freezing. But then you're freezing when you get anyway. It's a disaster. But I'm grateful that it's over. I yeah. feel as though I've come through it. And I would also say to tell on myself, I haven't gotten any of the vaccines yet. You mm-hmm. know, flu, right. yeah. RSV, I, any of them. Oh, none of them. Yeah. None of them. So yeah. I kind of... I got time. Now you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how about you? Have you ever had influenza? So I've never had it. No, Uh, I, I, and I hate to say this out loud, but I am very, very healthy. Oh, very lucky. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Not really. No, I don't know what to attribute it to. Good Uh, morals, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think clean living is exactly what I am. An advocate for? No. Uh, Maybe you just have good genes. I think it's just luck. I think sometimes it's just luck. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't looking for it. No. Do you think you got it here? I don't know. I was thinking about that because, you know, on... Because it'd be fun to blame someone. be lovely. Chad. Can we blame Chad? He's always blaming you. He is. He's awful. Um, No, I was in a (sighs) assisted living facility last Saturday Mm. down in Owatonna. Possible. I was at a bowling alley. In Owatonna. Possible. I was yeah. at a hockey rink 
Mm. All of these places yeah. could have been an Festering with germs. Could have been. So do you are you a believer in like the the stuff that they're always saying like, well, you know, you should wash your hands a lot. That'll that'll protect you. Do you believe that that would protect you from the flu if if only you had washed your hands one, one more, more time? time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think there it cannot do any harm to That's, wash your uh, agreed, hands a lot. Agreed. I'm pro hand washing, I but I too. do. It always makes me laugh because you know I was part of the local news machine, right? That churns out the tritest, most stupid <laughs> tips in the world. I know. You know, and that one always got me. Yeah. Where it's like, really, you need help with that one. I asked a doctor once, I'm like, do you have any evidence that, like, anyone has ever gotten the flu from, like, they had it on their hands and they just should have washed their hands? They're like, well, not really. Like, But isn't there something about— It is theoretically possible. uh, But isn't there something that when you do get sick, if you're touching your eyes or your nose, that that Well, you can do it that way, but you know how else you could get the flu? From someone sneezing in your face. This is true. Like, doesn't it seem more likely that that's how this stuff is going on? Yeah. I don't know. There's no harm in it, so wash your hands for all, all, all the reasons. I only have one question for anyone out there is how long now do I have to be well— in order for me to go get my shots to make oh, sure that I don't get sick again. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's got to be an expert that All right, knows te- that. If you know, text in. If you don't, you also can text in and get <laughs> false medical advice, just like the rest of the world. Why not? 651-461-9226. I will say the negative of this is that this studio is ripe with the aroma of disinfectant. I just did that. And... Uh, well, it's all over this microphone, too. Oh, I wonder. And I've been trying to figure out, you know, it's like that lysol smell. Yeah, I know. I just sprayed it. So do you think that's it? It's from you and it just spread over here? It Perhaps. could. I mean, I really, you really poured let it, it on over here. Let it happen. Have, did you read this story that, that uh, some of the goof nuts in the legislature want to make everybody vote on whether or not we want this stupid flag for Minnesota state flag? Should be a constitutional. <laughs> just the dumbest. Like, have we just, we've given up on real issues. We're yes. like, you know what we're going to do? Let's yes. argue about the flag. Yeah, that's going to be one. Do we just think that as as a voting public, we are so dumb that we can't handle any, are we really just going to get a whole campaign with people like, oh, they're building this office building and it costs a lot of money and look at well, this dumb flag and that's well, going to be it? Well, they're always looking for a thing to have in their campaign. Remember, we thought, we wondered maybe if the school resource officer thing would stick. That's what I thought would be the issue. I'm like, that's an issue. That's a good issue. But it's sort of faded. So now we're going to talk about the flag. I'm just saying if you're a Republican yeah. operative. And you're, you just, you're grabbing get, stuff. And I you, think it might work. I think if you combine, these are like the lowest hanging fruit. They're very easy to understand, right? You're like, well, I don't like this flag, and I'm sick and tired of the PC police telling me what I can do. And you're like, well, it's just a flag. Like, even people on the left, I think, don't really love this flag that much. They're like, well, we'll see. Maybe we'll like it. I don't know. It looks, it's change, and it's different. And if you came in and you, you, you know, back when I worked at TV, when you'd change the logo or oh, change the sure. set, people would lose their mind. They would, and lose you're like, them. then after a year, you're like, oh, that's just the logo. Like, who cares? It just takes a while. I don't know. People like to get upset. I feel it's a bad precedent, however, to 
This idea, I don't like this idea that, like, everybody should vote on everything. No. If you don't like anything that your legislature has done, instead of saying, well, you should replace this person, people are like, well, why didn't I get a voice on this? You didn't get a voice. There were 2,000 entries in this flag thing. If you really wanted in on this one, you Yeah, you just didn't pay attention. Or whoever tells you what to think didn't tell you you should be mad. And so now you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be mad. So now I'm mad. It's the stupidest discourse ever. I feel responsible. Like we talked about the flag a bit, but mostly I thought we were having fun. And because sometimes it's fun to disagree about things that aren't really that significant, right? It's not life and death. It's no. not your quality of life. No. Like let's mix it up. It's like let's argue about what you know, are 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 uh, skinny fries better or crinkle fries? I don't know, who cares? But let's uh, it's a good argument. Is for fun. Is a taco a sandwich? I, you know, great. Let's have some but meaningless. But that's about the level you were getting at with the flag. With the flag. That's about now, where it was. Sudden, and now it's, it's like, we're going to have a constitutional amendment to Minnesota's constitution about the flag just because you don't like it? Like, that's come right. on. We have to save that for more serious things, I think. Yeah, yes. Constitutional are... amendments should be used for more serious matters. I, I would. I would say what we're going to have a vote like everybody needs to weigh in now. I, like, well, it's going to be voted as to whether it should be on the ballot, which is ridiculous. So, I mean, the good news is like maybe they'll buy some ads. Like that'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little money rolling in. I just think I I know it's difficult to like sort of uh, sort of name uh, uh, issues that people will understand and care about, right? Like child tax credit is sort of complicated and housing policy is complicated. And so some of these things are complicated and this is pretty easy flag. Die. I don't like flag me either. Like, come on. I have a final thought before you send me away. Wonderful. Did you enjoy Taylor and Kelsey Travis having oh. a little kiss last night? I was over the moon. I've become a mush bag when it comes to this. I've just, she said, I love you. I said, oh my God, she loves him. So I think about, (laughs) I I love it too. I love it too. And I think about it this way. Hmm. So when you're public, like we sort of see who you date, right? Sure. And it's fun, right? Because we don't think of celebrities as actual people. They're just sort of characters in this play we've dreamed up in our mind. Mm -hmm. And so... I have dreamed up my own <laughs> my own version of this story. And the version is that Taylor Swift dated all of these actors and all of these sort of like sensitive kind of guys. And she was just dating the wrong guys. Like she needed a football player. She needed and, a football player. And he's player. like, he seems like a pretty good dude. I hope I don't so. know. Yeah. Like, but he seems thoughtful and interesting and over the moon for her. But it just reminds me of, so my example, my Taylor Swift in this story is my friend Allie Lucia, who worked with me at the TV station. Mm -hmm. And Allie was dating, you know, her dad was the head coach for the Gopher hockey team. Very famous name. And Allie, yeah, Don Lucia. Mm -hmm. And Allie is awesome and funny and smart and beautiful. So you can imagine who Allie was dating back in the day. Like all the athletes, Mm -hmm. different sports, prominent, money, whatever. She goes to smack shack one night okay and sees this guy at the bar and like goes and hits on the guy (laughs) and the guy drew was a like a farm kid 
Aww. from Iowa who w- was a, s- a sales guy at a big seed company. Sure. I hate saying seed salesman because it sounds sort of skeezy or something. Well, I don't, I don't know, know. But that's what he does. Yeah. And now they're married and have kids and have a great life. Aww. And you're like, Allie, you just what you didn't under you thought you knew what you wanted to date and it was wrong. Like yeah. you just found the right. And I th- sort of think about that story when I see Taylor because you're like, oh, maybe she just was dating the wrong kind of guys. And yeah. now she's got the guy. I hope so. I really great? do. That should, would... If he wins a Super Bowl, should he propose? Yes. My, <laughs> like my, right on the field. Yeah. My daughter <laughs> sent me a TikTok because she's a TikTokaholic, and it said that the news just breaking that Taylor Swift is going to play quarterback simultaneously for both teams. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I, I mean, everyone tweeted the joke, but it's funny like the Taylor Swift is uh, – Made the Super Bowl in her first season in the NFL. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> Susie, I'm glad you feel better. Thank you. I'm glad too. 521 here on CCOD Rush Hour. News headlines coming up in just a minute, including a surprising place that had uh, about a dozen Christmas trees on display and the legal story that you might find interesting there. Uh, update on empty office buildings in the city and the snowplow naming. Is it overdone when we come back? Hey, Super Bowl 2024 tickets are 10 grand. Dan, you want to split one? Nope. Wait, do I I get get to sit with Taylor? (laughs) I bet those are not the $10,000 seeds. Do you rush our news headlines on this January 29th? Record-setting warm day. Let's start with your Christmas tree. I took down my Christmas lights at my house yesterday. If you still have your tree up, you had some surprising company this month, a Twin Cities judge. <laughs> oh, Tannenbaum. Oh, oh. oh. I thought we were going to get how lovely are your branches. You didn't know that Tannenbaum is German? I did, but so I don't know. Continued, you know. I don't know the German. Nearly a dozen artificial Christmas trees at the center of a long-running Patent infringement lawsuit sitting in Judge Joan Erickson's 12th floor courtroom trial just ended a jury. Uh, This was quite a patent infringement uh, judgment. Minnesota jury found that a Taiwanese maker of fake electric trees was owed forty two million dollars. Wow. So there were more than 10 Christmas trees in the courtroom at all times. Kind of interesting because the lawyer in this case in the Star Tribune reporting on this was saying, normally I do software, kind of patent uh, cases and copyright infringement. And with software, a jury doesn't get to, like, see the code or anything, right? Like, it's difficult to get your arms around the product. But here they could see the tree, examine the trees. Basically, this was a dispute over... A Taiwan-based company, Willis Electric, and a Hong Kong-based Polygroup Limited. And you're like, well, what the heck was it doing in Minnesota court? I got to say, it's still a little unclear. It has something to do with the lawyer being here in the Twin Cities. But anyway, the jury did rule that uh, somebody stole somebody else's stuff. No one really cares. It doesn't matter. I just thought it was funny to think of all those Christmas trees in the courtroom. Those empty office buildings in downtown St. Paul and downtown Minneapolis, yes, obviously they sort of make the cities feel empty and kind of crappy, but it's also going to be very costly. Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal was doing this story. They sort of headlined it about Target Corporation's success in recent years in appealing 
their property assessments. You know, a lot of homeowners do that, too. You look at the assessor's value of your house, and you're like, there's no way uh, on earth it's worth this much. Well, companies appeal this and take it to court, and Target actually got a $50 million reduction in their property's overall values over the years, which is a pretty big deal, right? Lower assessment means lower property taxes, generally speaking. Um, But the bigger picture here is that in Minneapolis, the mayor said there are a couple of buildings downtown that can collect almost as much property tax as like an entire ward of the city. So as the assessments of the 20 highest valued office buildings have been reduced because the office building market is reduced, those 20 highest values have been reduced by about $700 million over the last three years in total. So you think like, oh, boy. So it's reduced that much, and then they'll sue, of course, and try to or appeal at least and try to reduce it even more. A quick update on the treasure hunt, the Pioneer Press Winter Carnival treasure hunt. We had a medallion reporter on our show, Jared Kaufman, on Friday. Uh, They found it uh, Saturday, and just as we had suspected, it was a great story. Founded, uh, it was found by the Coop's crew, which is uh, the Coop miners. Luke, his brother Lash, uh, Josh, rather, three generations strong family found this thing Saturday midday at Bruce Vento Nature Sanctuary in St. Paul. Found it midday, so Jared did not get a phone call at 1 a.m. Is the name a snowplow contest thing overdone? The answer is yes. It started as fun, but like year three, come on. Even counties are doing it. In Washington County, if you're Mindai, you should be like furious at Washington County for getting out in front of your contest. The winners, Plowabunga and Taylor Drift. 2,000 people voted in Washington County. Plowabunga, which is terrible. It's terrible. It's no chasing to slusha, that's for darn sure. 433 votes. Do you think I should try to get in the Washington County contest Well, I mean, if Mindot week? won't, you know. Mindot I know, I was denied has, again. Has canceled you. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Come on, Mindot. Yeah, why not go It's fine, like when I was a newsman. They're like, we can't be seen as kissing up to a newsman, but what am I now? Nothing. Oh, you're just some bobo on the radio. Exactly. So. Taylor Drift. How am I any different than Taylor Swift in this scenario? That's what I want to know. A lot of people are asking that. How is DeRussia any different from Taylor Swift? <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people are asking. All right, I should stop after that just clearly false statement. And that is the DeRush Hour News headlines for a Monday. Dave Schwartz will talk sports. Hey, are the Timberwolves like... Are are they just in a hiccup phase, or is the is the honeymoon over? Uh, we'll talk about that. Oh, there was a little football yesterday, too. Dave Schwartz next on CCO. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerd. 
Bruce. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dave, it's kind of weird that we have an open that highlights that you're wrong. I mean... <laughs> That it just—it never really hit me until now. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? Why are we? What is this? Um, that's a great question. We also have an open that has no sponsor, but I'm not trying wow. to take away from the obvious that the open is yeah. that I'm wrong. It's true. What? A, and that I'm a snob. Those are really great qualities to advertise in your guests. Do you think? I mean, you work for the Minnesota Wild. Why? How about they sponsor this segment? Oh, I, I see where you're going there. Right. The, and putting me on the spot. Look, you're such a shrewd interviewer. <laughs> Aren't you, you in charge? Questions. Aren't you? <laughs> I believe you're uh, the senior manager of communications and engagement. This feels That's like correct. this is a form of engagement. You could do like a little you could do like a little let's play hockey thing during this segment. I don't know. I'm just I'm spitballing. I'll need to see the numbers that you're bringing in first. Oh, here we, we go. Yes, let's see some metrics. You yeah, want please. metrics? How are the downloads? The analytics is what I need. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, give you <laughs> give you analytics. Uh, <laughs> should we start with football? Oh, let's. Do are you, you enjoy? Do you, want to to, you want to talk about the Pro Bowl coming up? The big big Pro Bowl weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Man, Dan. I cannot wait for the Pro Gosh. Bowl. I can't wait either. I love it. It's not even a game anymore. It's just no, it's like skills a skills competition, competition, right? Which is actually the smartest thing they ever could have done. I, I, I'll say the NFL absolutely nailed it because I could, you could care less what happens in a, uh, a, a Pro Bowl football. But they don't even play D. They don't even hit each other. It's like watching spring practice. But now you get to see them and their skills go up against each other. And now it's something to watch. What was that TV show back in like the seventies yes. or eighties where it was like the that Battle of the Network Stars? Battle of the Network Stars. Yeah, that, that, they could amp this up by bring by by making it that you know. Or and how about like pros versus Joes? Like bring on these, <laughs> like right? I don't know, maybe that'd be fun. Ex television news anchors to yeah. go up against. Yeah, the they could pros. just take their turn tackling me. <laughs> Some of them would probably like. I would be dead. I would literally yeah. be murdered. Could you imagine what it feels like to be run over by Daniil Hunter? I I can't. Oof. No, and that I will tell you that was something that struck me while watching uh, the games yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just how, first of all, like Patrick Mahomes, there was one sack where he was taken down, where his body contorted in a way where you just think, well, that you know, Pat Pat had a good run. Like, <laughs> like both it of his amazing. legs are going to be broken, and then it's just like back in it. You're like, this is nuts. Well, and I was watching the 49ers game, and the linebacker, Greenlaw, that's who it was. Greenlaw takes this hit, 
and he comes off and it looks like his shoulder is separated from his body and his ha- his hand is hanging down he's writhing in pain and then three plays later he's back in there no problem how badly did the coach of the Detroit Lions Dan Campbell screw things up for his team well everyone wants to talk about going for it on fourth down yeah. uh, multiple times which you know if you look at analytics and if you look at the percentages of that how about your gut? Working. How about following your gut? How about knowing a little bit about playing pigskin? You know, it doesn't work that well. And when you've got it at a the, team the that has, near the end of the fourth quarter, he should have t- tied the game. He should have taken that field goal. Sure, he should have. Absolutely. I see going for it the first time, but the second time, you're like, come on, man! Like, yeah, this I mean, is you, crazy. you don't you don't go for it twice. And I don't remember what the yardage was exactly. I think it was pretty short. Um, but I'm, I mean. Largely, anything past about five yards is a big gamble. Yeah, I think in the NFL to try to get and and when you have, you're going to give the ball back to the best running back in the game today, and some of the best and and Brock Purdy who was playing, really you know statistics weren't amazing yesterday, but once again this guy just seems to get it done, yeah. and he's Mister Irrelevant, but he's playing so relevantly in the in the postseason he's incredible. I mean. There were plenty of other – there were a lot of drops by yes, – what was interesting lot. is like the psychology, right? As things started to turn for the Lions, their uh, stud receivers kept dropping the ball. There were a couple like really good passes, open plays, and just woof. As my son kept saying, you got to catch that, man. Yes. Like, you have to catch that. But you it's also can see where catch. you get in your head where you're like, oh, no, it's slipping away. And then, well, once you're—I mean, if you're up twenty-four to seven at the half, and and you're get—and they're getting close, yeah. that catch by Brandon Ayuk that that turned the whole game was incredible. Where he catches it off the guy's helmet. Oh my somehow, gosh! Yes, that was I mean, bananas. That's when you know if you're Detroit. Okay, this is probably yeah. over now because yeah. when this starts, when you get the bounces like that, it's just not going to happen. Uh, Dave Schwartz is with us, host, uh, host of the Huddle on Sundays here on CCO. We we start to think about the Vikings and the quarterback situation now uh, with the draft. Yeah. You know, it's in mid-April, so that's a lot of time for us to speculate. I I'm, I as always will be filling out my draft board at home. <laughs> uh, if you had to guess right now, is uh, is Kirk Cousins, question one, is Kirk Cousins back with the Vikings? Yes or no? I don't think he is. As, as much as I would love it, I just think the price tag and and how much how much they have to fill on that roster, it's just going to be too much. I and agree. I think There will right. be cheaper quarterbacks out there, and, and really you just want, if you're going to draft a quarterback this year, you just want someone who can carry things along for a season or two and get, yeah. get this guy in there. So do we trade up and try to get Jaden Daniels? Do we... Uh, uh, I'm not is, in, as in love with Jaden Daniels as, as some people Phoenix? Are. How do you feel about Phoenix? I, it, it, I believe it's Panix. No, I believe it's Phoenix. Do you? <laughs> I believe it, it is Panix, but I will <laughs> never call him Panix. What if he gets drafted? Is it Panix? If, you, if your last name is Panix... P-E-N-I-X. Yeah. Are you like, no, it's Penix. Like, I mean. Come on, man. Like, it's It Penix. may have been Penix it's... at one point, and he decided, <laughs> I'm not going to go with that. Just because... there are certain names that are terrible. And, like, here's my view, again, as one of one of the great 
college football minds, I feel like I'm yeah, yeah. a lot Please. of draft experts come to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you have a lack last name uh, that leads to potential bullying, you have two choices. You either crumble mm-hmm. or you become like uh, the late, great Dick Butkus and you become an absolute monster Monterey. on the football field. Well, and so yeah. in the history, uh, looking at the legacy of Dick Butkus, again, pro- perhaps the worst name of all time. <laughs> I am high on the Phoenix. I'm all in. Well, and let's just... Panics, I, I'm not say? saying it was I'm made told up, it's but panics. It may be S panics. is right above the X on the keyboard. It's and again Maybe at some point yeah. it was a... That's, that's my pick. But who would you uh, I pick? really like him. I, Bo I, Nix? What about Bo Nix? I like Bo Nix. I like Michael Penix Jr. He's my favorite. Those are I, two I am, just terrible names. I am not a fan of Caleb Williams, Drake okay. May, or Jaden Daniels. They, all they, right. I, they're all going to be good. I don't like Caleb Williams' season this year. I, I didn't think it was quite as good. Jaden Daniels played on a really good team. And I watched Drake May against the Gophers, and I was not that impressed at all. I don't really see what everybody is so enamored. He's got good size, but so did, uh, um, you know, so do so many other quarterbacks that have, that they people have been enamored with who have not uh, panned out. So yeah. I, I like Penix Jr., Bo Nix, and I do think probably one, if not both of those guys will be available where the Vikings will pick in the first round. Do you think we should take this conversation about potential draft picks and send it to the Minnesota sports uh, uh, journalist hall of fame? Do you are, think- <laughs> are we a lock for, Sportscaster of the year after this insightful. You know what? Well, it would be a second time for me. I've I've won it before, Jason. Back in I don't remember what year it was, but I have. I'm just going to drop that in there. Yeah. Thank you for prompting me. That's very nice. Yeah, I remember when you were good. You know? Do you? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, let me ask about Twins Fest this weekend. I was out there Saturday. It was uh, it was pandemonium. Like, if you win, if you, it it seems the fans get really excited when you when you play well, and that for sure was was the vibe out there. All you have to do is win one it's, series, and they're flying in the door. I mean, yeah. what's what's the point of a World Series when you can fill the place that's, by just that's, that's the second ex- round? It's exactly what the leadership said. They're like, yeah. we have proven that you rules will as show up. Be. This is all we need to be. So it is a, one thing that I found fascinating is how free agency has stretched uh, way later than ever before. Yeah. And so most of the action, as as a fan, you're like, what have we been doing in the offseason? Not much. But uh, a lot of action is still to come, which I think is very, very interesting. Yeah, and, and free agency is always kind of weird. It, it has a cascading effect. So often you have to you know you have to wait for the really big monstrous deals in this case Shohei Otani once that falls into place and then someone else who might have been in on that doesn't get him they go for someone else and then it all kind of cascades down until you get to the twins or whoever else is you know right. farther near the bottom looking for what they need and so it, it it does take time and and one deal like that can hold a lot up from happening until you finally get that moment to get in on the guy that you really want Timberwolves in action tonight against it's all uh, over Oklahoma City. Is it over? We're done. It's over. It's uh, we're out of first place. Um, you know, it back to back losses against really bad teams right. is not 
a great thing for this team. And I imagine, and I know the fan base, and everyone is saying, "Oh, here we go again." I would, I do think it's a bigger deal than people think that Mike Conley is not there, is not playing right now because because yeah. he's a big part of this offense. But you do still have Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and Rudy Gobert, and in a really strong team. Those three should be able to carry you, yes. even if Mike Connolly's not playing. A win so, tonight would be helpful. They need it, and they're going to face you know the other guy who's probably in the running for Rookie of the Year, Chet Holmgren yeah. from Minnesota, Minnehaha Academy. So uh, he likely will not win it because Victor Wembanyama probably will. But uh, back-to-back games against two really very large good stars. Dave, thank you. Anytime. Dave Schwartz on CCO, back in a minute. Did you guys know if you're wearing an Apple Watch that, like, you're not the only one tracking your sleep? Next thing you know, it's going to end up in a study. And that study was written about in Axios today, tracking how many people uh, are getting less than seven hours of sleep per night. When you think about it, you're like, how many, how many people are getting, like, I don't like the way they wrote this story. I would flip it. How many people are actually getting seven hours or more of sleep every night? What would you What would you think? Would you think most people are getting seven hours? Would you think 40% of people? Yes. This study says <clears throat> 36, 37. 36, 37%. A third to 40%, I think, is about. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um. Which, whatever, like, we know this, right? We way undervalue sleep. Yes, very much so. But also, like, why are we all wearing these Apple Watches? For, like, get a regular watch and stop telling everybody how much sleep you're getting. And what are you all doing with this information from your Apple Watch? Gosh, I guess I'm not getting much sleep. Like, no kidding. Don't you know? What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, Check out the podcast. Lots of good interviews today. We'll see you tomorrow. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need to change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.